right, welcome to the Marketing Tools, the podcast that unpacks everything marketing from strategies to tactics for business owners. And our goal on each show is to provide you with one specific actionable tool that you might use in your business to maximize your marketing and advertising efforts. So I'm Mike Broadwell with Jim Bentley, and we are the Marketing Tools. What's up? How's it going? Good. So if you're frustrated with the results of your marketing, or you just want to get a new tip on how you might improve it, or you're a geek like me that's into advertising, (laughs) then this is the show for you. Nerd. Yeah. Uh, Today's topic is persistence with your advertising. Yes. Something to make sure you don't want to veer off and do something too quickly. Persistence is huge. Exactly. It sounds simple, but... It, yeah. it's, the, it's the biggest thing I see get screwed up by advertisers all the time. Easier said than done. And a, yeah. lot, and, and a lot of times I've had issues just after a week or two. Oh, I want to switch this. I want to switch that. It's not working. Mm-hmm. It hasn't had a chance to work yet. You need to stick with it and, and, and have a, a big enough sample to make a decision on. Right. So let's start with uh, the definition of persistence from the most credible source on the Internet. Urban Dictionary. Which, oh, yeah. That's my, that's my favorite source <laughs> exactly. for everything. So persistence is the act of continuing to pursue someone even after being blown off multiple times. Using it in a sentence, man, I hope that dude's persistence pays off with Miss McDonald and she goes out with him. <laughs> I picture like an 18-year-old and Miss McDonald's a 55-year-old the way that's written. I don't How know. about a real definition? Yeah, yeah. What, is, uh, what does the dictionary actually say? Yeah, well, Google, wherever that's from. I don't know if that's from Merriam-Webster, but it's firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Mm-hmm. In layman's terms, or second definition, because that kind of uh, was a little wordy, the continued or prolonged existence of something. So our, our tip of the week is I'll find tip of the week. The Sorry, tip, go yeah, ahead. That is find <laughs> find a message that defines what you want to be known for. Put it through the suck test. It needs to be significant, unique, and credible. If it checks off all those things, then you need to stick with it and use it throughout your entire business. Right. So I'm talking the person that answers the phones, you know, it needs to be on your outside marquee, signage, whatever marquee. you call it. Exactly. Right. Um, hold music if possible. Facebook, wherever, whatever you're doing, that message should be included. Stay with somehow. your theme. So I want to I want to give a couple examples of a real quick the suck test and should they have stuck with it or should they have not. So I worked with a car dealer, which has since gone out of business, so I'm kind of giving away. That's kind of a spoiler. Okay, good, because (laughs) Mike and I talked about this yesterday briefly, and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to know anything, but he was saying, you know, who he was going to talk about, and I'm like, last night I was thinking... If they're still in business, you really, you really yeah. someone will figure out who it yeah, is. Yeah. But no, that's okay. Good. But they're a new car dealer with really big brands in a very highly populated area, and they went out of business. But their slogan was "Where nice things happen." So, Jim, when you think of a car dealer, do you really think of a place where nice things happen? No, not at all. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me, Mike. Yeah. I'm picturing a, a, a beach somewhere. Um, not a car dealership. A car <laughs> dealership tends to be somewhat painful. Something you have to do, you don't want to do. You yeah. want to get in and out, but it's so generic. And I also, I have a problem with the word nice because when someone describes something, you know, hey, Jim, you came over to my house for a party Saturday night. How was it? Oh, it was really nice. If someone, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if so, you know, when people have a great time, they say, yeah, I had a great time. No, if you say, oh. I had a nice time, that means, yeah, the party yeah, was kind of lame. Exactly. And, and, and 
to be honest, full disclosure, that party ended up in a pretty rough morning for me. So, <laughs> so it was pretty great. <laughs> so putting that through the suck test, is it significant? Mm, no. Is it no. unique? Oh, no, definitely not. Probably. And it's in, in, has anyone ever had a nice experience at a car dealer? It's probably not. Well, well maybe, Possibly. but not, it's not something they need a little more creativity. So I, I think that's a fail. So, let, well, let me ask you, where that was everywhere, you're saying it was on their they sign? They did it on it their was, business cards. Really? Yep. They answered the phone, blah, 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 hello, welcome to where nice things happen. So they, they followed the rules, but they didn't have the, the creativity, right the u- uniqueness. What's the uh, first? What's the S? Significance. Oh, significance. Yeah. So then uh, the, the opposite story I have is, a, is another car dealer I worked with uh, that was selling used cars for people with poor credit. And they came up with a campaign that was butts. And they were the place where no butts were too big. Oh. It was brilliant. So, <laughs> yes, you know, it in, is. in their ad copy, it was, but I don't have a down payment. Well, you don't need a down payment, you know, but yeah. I don't have good credit, but I don't where think no I can afford it. no butt is too big. No butt's too big. And they had a great slogan. It worked in their advertising, but they didn't follow it through. Um, they didn't answer the phone saying, you know, hello, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're no, no butts is too, too big. big. <laughs> yeah. No butts too big. So it's, And that's okay. You don't have to in that instance. That's well, something I, you I do think you want to put think it you should? through your entire, I think it should be, you know, it's part of your slogan. Mike, I'm with you. I always think that, but in today's age, I feel like some people, but I'm with mm-hmm. you. If, if if you pick something, it's definitely significant, unique, and creative. Yep. Stick hit with their it. target. And, and you know what? It may turn a couple people off, but it's definitely going to turn some people on. Mm-hmm. So, Those big butts. <laughs> so I want to go through my, my three signs that your marketing plan is doomed to fail. And the first sign is you don't have content strategy. What you're doing hasn't passed that suck test. And the okay. way to test that is know your ideal customer. Get to know your ideal buyer and then reverse engineer your slogan and what your content's going to be of your advertising based on their needs. And that's a huge thing in marketing is being a problem solver, being able to, and that leads directly to creativity. But Mm -hmm. take that thing, and I like the term reverse engineering. You know you have a problem and kind of work your way backwards. And how can we make this not a problem six months from now? And without that strategy and that theme, your marketing is going to be haphazard and unfocused. So you need that to be successful. And then seen it all too often. And and working myself in sales, that's something that you have to stick to your guns on. Mm -hmm. Um, In the end, I ultimately feel like it is the client's decision, but you can't be afraid to tell them they're wrong or, you know, sugarcoat it a little bit, but tell them, this is what I really feel. In my experience, I do not feel we should do this. And then you know what? You got to stick to it. If they decide mm-hmm. they want to do it against your recommendation, then you got to stick to it. And then you can show them two months, three months down the line. And that's a tough way to work sometimes. But, you know, being in my position, that's sometimes what I have to do. I used to work with a guy that says that at 30 days, you're going to hate us. At 60 days, you're going to be even more mad. But then in 90, you're going to love us. Yeah. So, you know, it's sticking it out. And then the second sign that your marketing plan is doomed to fail is you didn't set a realistic budget. I always say, you know, advertising is just like starting an exercise routine. Mm-hmm. After the first week, you're not going to notice a difference. After and you the second really week, don't want to do it either. You're kind of going, I know I should yeah. do this, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So with a diet or an exercise routine, you need to pick one that you can live with. Right. And, and you want to set yourself up for success. You don't want to mm-hmm. set yourself up 
for failure and by not opening up and, and realizing what needs to be done, oftentimes you do set yourself up for failure right from the start because you don't give yourself enough resources to get your message out or your branding, whatever it may be. So one trick I learned along the way is if your budget isn't, isn't enough to really lean into what you're trying to do is just focus on a certain day of the week maybe or um, I have a radio example with a customer I've had for a long time now that doesn't have a huge marketing budget, but they the way they set up their spend is they only spend money on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So they're not trying to buy the whole week and be all over the place, but they buy 52 weeks a year. Right. So they're always on. And then when I ask people, hey, have you heard of this advertiser? Everyone that listens to that radio right. station goes, yeah, I've heard of them. And they think, they feel like they're on all the time even though they're only on Mondays and Tuesdays. Right. Basically, 104 days a year they're on right? out of 365. Mm-hmm. And then the third is you're not promoting your message. A lot of people, they get sidetracked onto things like sales and quick tactics, maybe an open house, and they're not hitting that theme that we talked about earlier. And I think a great example is of someone that sticks to their theme. Have you seen the Duluth Trading Company ads? Yes, love With the them. uncomfortable yes. underwear and, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and T-shirts. <laughs> and they sometimes you'll you'll be on, on the Internet and you'll get a Duluth Trading Company ad. Right. And it might have a sale or a, or a promotion, but it always has that theme. And it has that image or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the little cartoon man. Yeah, <laughs> the scruffy looking lumberjack guy. Mm-hmm. I've never been into Duluth. Mm-hmm. But I would. I kind of want to. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I just that, don't know where they're at. Well, honestly, maybe go to their but, website. Yeah, right? I should. Which well, is, I don't buy stuff online. I should. <laughs> you're the I only. Should. I'm you're, lazy. You're you know, the guy that still doesn't buy stuff online. <laughs> well, it's because my wife does. She does, <laughs> she does it all. I right. I don't like buying stuff. I'm the type. I'm a typical guy. My, I wear my underwear until they literally fall off me. There's so many holes <laughs> in them. Socks. My I call them my golf socks. Hole in one. <laughs> or holy. Holy socks. My church socks. So all marketing is designed to make people think something or do something. And you got to remember every time before you post something or pay to have it run, what is it going to make somebody think or do? And if you're just being too clever, you know, I'm the guy, like I said, I'm a geek about ads. I see ads on TV all the time. And I'll think that ad's hilarious. That made me laugh. And then five minutes later, I'll go, what the heck was that? <laughs> I know. How many, everyone does that. But you right? know, what? that's part of frequency, too. The, mm-hmm. the more you see it, the, you know, if that ad runs only one time a week or they change the ad because they didn't like it then that's all lost. That's money thrown down the drain. So let's get into uh, brilliance, blurs, and boners for this week. All right. I always love digging into some boners. Let's go. So the state of Tennessee put out a campaign to curb drunk driving. And what they did was they paid for coasters and they put coasters and posters all throughout bars throughout Tennessee. And the coasters... So far, so good to me. Yeah, so far, so good. And I don't know what's... What's going to happen? Yep. There? So in the, the coasters read, buy a drink from marginally. Mar- <laughs> We're going to have to edit that. Okay. <laughs> nope. The, can- the campaign read, buy a drink for a marginally good looking girl, only to find out that she's chatty, clingy, and your boss's daughter. <laughs> yeah, but if you have enough drinks yourself, that's fine, right? Doesn't so that, matter because you're going to be chatty. And, and then the posters well. <laughs> read, after a few drinks, the girl looks hotter, the music sounds better. Just remember, if your judgment is impaired, so is your driving. <laughs> <laughs> well, my judgment's always impaired, but my driving is stellar. But so I'm. This is tough for me, Mike, because I want to say, me personally, if I saw that, and obviously they're they're targeting men. I don't know why. Yeah. Why you wouldn't target both, or they should have had a woman's version mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But me personally, I think it's brilliant. 
I know it's not, it's not going to end so that can, way. You I'm can sure see that, what happened. I'm sure this was nixed and it was a big deal, but mm-hmm. but I love it. I think it's brilliant. Of course, the comments started flying right, <laughs> right. away. And <laughs> I'm all in favor. Police. Yeah, I'm all in favor of being snarky in a campaign, but you don't have to be sexist to do that. Well, and it's sexist to them not to make a female version. Mm-hmm. That, that was my first thought. Why are they just talking to men? Women drive too, not as well, but yeah. they drive. It's unfortunate that young men of Tennessee, if we think we have to be sexist to get a message across. You don't have to. It just makes people laugh. Here's a great tweet from Gloria Johnson of Tennessee. The folks running our state think it's this is a good way to stop drunk driving by being demeaning to women. Classy. (laughs) Shut up, Gloria. (laughs) (laughs) So the director of the governor's uh, Office of Highway Safety apologized for the statement for any offense it caused in their uh, 100 days of summer heat, booze it and lose it campaign. But you know what, Mike? They knew their audience. Mm-hmm. That's who they were talking about. I guarantee you Gloria Johnson isn't a, isn't a 22-year-old female. She's I've, got probably her, a 50. I've got her Twitter profile picture, and she's not. <laughs> she's probably at least 54. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. So th- this isn't targeted at her anyway, so who cares? Shut up, Gloria, like I said. Yeah, so the governor's office says that it was designed to reach the high-risk driving population, and the marketing's often edgy and designed to grab the attention of the young male demographic, okay. which most drunk drivers are young men. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because women get off. Yeah, his exact no, quote was, <laughs> it was never in the intent of the governor's office of highway safety to be insensitive or insulting to women. It was just mm. targeted at men. Yeah, Exactly. So they pulled it, they apologized, um, and then, of course, a state lawmaker that was going after the governor says, it's not only offensive, but it's inexcusable and a waste of taxpayer dollars. Uh, That guy didn't even look into it because the state didn't pay for it. It was paid with a federal uh, grant. (laughs) (laughs) I said it was brilliant, and I get it, and I like it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, had I been in those meetings, I think I would have known and I would have said, we're going to get some negative feedback on this, probably more than we want. So there let's probably go with would have something been a else. Really clever way to make it gender neutral. Yes, that would have worked. Hate that we have to do that, but it, I get that we do. Yeah. So I mean, the the quotes are they were anti-feminist. It was ridiculous and rude to both genders. Both genders. <laughs> a quote from a waitress <laughs> well, in Tennessee. My first reaction was cool. We got free coasters. <laughs> then, a, then a customer pointed out what it said on them, and my jaw dropped. Oh. Well, okay. Have a couple drinks. Yeah, go away, Tiffany. <laughs> oh, Tiffany, I like. So, <laughs> keep going. I don't even see her. I just hear her name. I think right. it sounds good. So, when was the last time you saw a milk mustache on a person? No, just the campaign. Oh, the campaign. I thought yeah. Yeah, I was going to say my son. Has Everybody one every, remembers that every damn day. That's <laughs> true. Right. And it's all over his shirt. But I, you know what? I haven't seen it in a long time. Right. They actually, after twenty years, they pulled the Got Milk campaign. Um, huh. In 2014, so it's been gone for four years, but it still lived on. It lingers, and so they it was wildly popular with the milk industry. They had more than 300 different celebrities endorse milk in those billboards over on 20 TV years. over the 20 year period. Right. Um, the campaign started. Do you remember the first commercial where a guy was trying to win a radio contest on the phone? And the question, the answer to the question was Aaron Burr, and he had just eaten some oh, peanut butter. Yes, he couldn't, he couldn't say it. That was the very first ad <laughs> they ran. Funny. I I can't believe I remember that in the Got Milk campaign, yeah. and it was my mind brilliant. Right, where the blur comes in or the blunder is they canceled the campaign and they changed the slogan to Milk Life. Uh, 
Yeah, that's in my opinion, that's a boner. You had something good going. Yep. You, if, for the past four years now, I've still remembered that. I can't believe I remember that Aaron mm-hmm. Burr commercial. They stuck to it for twenty it, years, so it's brilliance. Yeah. At the same, so I kind of it blur sounds that. like they just changed it to change it because eh, we've been doing it too long. And you know, what, Mike, I've seen that with a client of mine where we had the same creative spots running for a year and a half to two years. And then the client just felt, ah, there's a need to change. I just want to... Change for the sake of change. Exactly. And and I kind of advised against it, but we changed anyways. And then through analytics, and I was able to see that... And I gave it two months, Mm -hmm. but I was able to see that the previous spots that ran for two years were getting double the the clicks on the website as the new ones over a two- to three-month period. Mm -hmm. So I... And I shared that with the client, and I said, I really think we need to introduce these other two... Other two spots back in. Maybe we can go with one or two of the, the the new ones, but I really feel strongly that we need. And we've done it, and it's been working. And the important thing there was stick to the same story. You know, they they had three hundred different stars in this milk campaign, but it was the same message every time. Yeah. So and it, how simple was that too? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think of it, just taking a sip of milk and having a mustache yeah. on there and saying got milk well that's there's it. been a war on dairy and that you know they were doing a great job fighting it and then that's why they you know when that thing became fashionable to be lactose intolerant and there started to be <laughs> almond milk and silk <laughs> i don't know all the different have you seen the comic where it's god sitting at a uh, a card table with some guys and somebody brings out almond milk no and god says <laughs> I created at least six different animals you can get milk from, and you're making it from almonds, and he flips the card table over and walks Good out of the room. Him. Yeah. You know, I don't mind almond milk in my uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You're weird. It, no, it's, it, well, we, I don't, no one's lactose intolerant, but my daughter didn't mm-hmm. like milk for a little bit, so we got her almond milk. Good for her. And okay. it was good. Well, it was good sweet in my Cinnamon people. Toast Crunch, but that's it. I love milk. Mm-hmm. We go through three to four gallons Cartons, whatever you want to call them, yeah. a week. If, Easily. If maybe if the milk mustache thing was out, your daughter would have not stopped liking <laughs> I know. it. I you know. Well, no, she's back, uh, she's back to liking it, kind of. Good. My son loves it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who cares, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for the milk industry, but I thought they had a great campaign going. And, I, and milk life never caught on. And it, no. You, know, I've you never, don't even remember I've it. never heard that phrase before, right. Mike, until you said it. <laughs> um, so our tip of the week is, is find a message that, that defines you. Stick with it, and then most important, you can't stop advertising. It's just like going to the gym. Yeah. If you if you go for six months and all of a sudden you're feeling good, then you quit. You're going to lose all everything you gained. You're going to notice that it may take a, a month so, or two for that to to happen or to start seeing the negative effects. Mm-hmm. But it's really important to decide on a budget that you can live with, right? And stick to. So uh, let's do. We do have a listener question before we end the show. Really? Yeah. It was an email. We got. So a, we it got an email? was an email. Okay, it just cool. came across. Said hi, Mike. I've been a longtime listener, and I love your advice on advertising. Oh, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love those longtime listeners. Yeah, we love you. Here's my question. I own a flower shop in a small town in Washington State. I've been advertising on local cable for three weeks, and I haven't seen a single customer from it. Should I cancel my advertising commitment? Signed, Jessica from Woodenville, Washington. P.S. Can I get Jim's Snapchat handle after the show? I'd like to send him something special. <laughs> Ooh, yes, she can get it. And, okay. and she'll see that I, that I take a screenshot of it, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take a screenshot and save that thing forever. So, wow, this is like exactly what we were just talking about. And, and from a longtime listener, that's why right. they, they feel how the show moves. They know yeah. it's coming up. So, Jessica, please do not stop. No. I think if your advertising isn't working, you evaluate it, you might tweak it, 
but stick to, to the overall plan. And at least for, and I know it's kind of a rule of thumb, right? For th- at least give it three months. You have to give anything three months. Sometimes it takes years, right? To really, but at the very minimum. Off. My question back to her was: Is she spending a budget that she could live with? If she got no customers and she was spending this money, could she still live with that? Right. And that that's important. If she if she didn't do that right, that was a mistake. You got to you got to pick a number you can live with spending. Right. And then at the end of those three, four, five months, you take a look and. You just have to reevaluate, sit mm-hmm. back down, just start from the beginning. Is is this working? Is it not? And what's not working? Is it the creative? Is it the scheduling? Am I doing it on the wrong days? And mm-hmm. you know, so what if you're if what you're doing at the moment isn't working? Keep innovating, but stay persistent. The rewards will come long term. Yes, that is our tip of the week. Thank you for the email, Jessica. And if you want to email us, listeners, the Marketing Tools Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to have your questions. We also, we're, we're on Facebook as well. Yeah, so follow uh, us on Facebook. The Marketing Tools Podcast. The Marketing Tools Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to get your questions and uh, we will talk to you next week. 